0: Amen, amen. I want to welcome all of you for the first time to Harvest Intercontinental Church only. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, we are harvesters. Let's say that. We are harvesters. One more time. We are harvesters. One more time. We are harvesters. May those words, Lord, be fulfilled in each of our lives. And in this church and in this ministry around the world, may we see the fulfillment of that which we are declaring, that every single member of this congregation will see himself or herself as a harvester and will begin to function as harvesters, co with one another and with you to bring in the souls that you have prepared for whom Christ died, that we might see a world where no one lives or dies without Christ. Let this vision burn in our hearts. Let it move us to pray. Let it move us to serve. Let it move us to witness. Let it move us to make disciples. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. God bless you. Please be de- see- de- please be seated. Amen. While we were worshiping, the Lord gave a word to um, Sister Christ- Christine Christian um, that. And this is what he's saying to us. I am. I'm with you. Where you go, I will be with you. As you go, I will be with you. My presence, my presence will carry you. Wow. As you go, I will be with you until the end. Fear not. For I will be with you always. In 2021, I will be with you. Fear not, fear not of the unknown. Hallelujah. What a powerful word. What a wonderful way to begin 2021. Reminded, the Lord reiterating for us that no matter what we face in 2021, this is what we know. And this is what we can count on. The Lord will be with us. He would carry us to the end. Say hallelujah. In Jesus' name. He says, as you go, I'll be with you. You know, we've declared this by the Spirit, the year of the harvest. We told you on Friday that there is the promise of reward. Harvest time is a time of great reward, reaping. And so we can expect that in this year, we will reap, amen, the blessings of the Lord. Because the Lord of the harvest is the Lord of blessings. We also reminded you that harvest time is a time of great responsibility. That during the time of harvest, uh, more than ever, uh, there's, there's an intense need for laborers. And so more than ever in 2021, God is calling us to focus on the harvest and to give ourselves as laborers to bring in the fruit, particularly the evangelistic fruit that He has prepared for us. You see, your reward might be to be blessed with children or to be blessed with a spouse or to be blessed with a job. His reward is to be blessed with sons and daughters, sinners who have been saved. That's his harvest. That's what he's wanting. Amen? So even as you trust him for your harvest, get involved with his harvest. Amen? Say, we are harvesters. Amen. Let's begin today. The first Sunday of the year, I want us to look at Ephesians chapter 5, and we're going to look at verse 15 to verse 17. And if you can just put it on the screen, if you can just keep those three verses on the screen at one time, that would be good. Ephesians 5, 15 to 17. And I want to talk to you today about redeeming time, redeeming time. Time. Father, I pray that the Holy Spirit will, by, by His power, cause us to hear Your voice and to understand why You're saying to us on this first day of first Sunday of the year, "Redeem time." Let's read together. Um, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand. Amen. Again, if you can have those three verses just there, I would appreciate it. Hallelujah. Redeeming time. Now, why do we need to be concerned about redeeming time? Time, why is time so important? Why is God having us to remind ourselves of the need to redeem time in 2021? What you may not know is that next to your salvation, time is your most or God's most important gift, most valuable gift to you. Time next to your salvation is God's most precious and most valuable gift to you because it is time which makes it possible for you to live. Do you know that on earth without time you, you die? Time makes it possible for you to live. Remove time and life on earth ceases. Your life ceases when time stops. Time makes it possible for you to find meaning, to pursue purpose, to fulfill destiny. Time is what allows you to make choices. Time allows you to laugh. Time allows you to experience joy. It allows you to build businesses. It allows you to raise families. It allows you to do ministry in this world. Time makes it possible for you to help others and to be a blessing. Raise your hand and say, thank you, God, for time. Time is God's Gift to you. 2020 was a gift. The fact that you have entered 2021 is a gift that God has given you. Today, and every day you get up in 2021, still breathing, will be God's gift. To you. Are you hearing me? I did not earn the right and you did not earn the right to enter 2021. We didn't earn the right to be here this Sunday. There are a lot of folks who started 2020 who were better than you and me in terms of their character, in terms of their consecration, in terms of their attitude, in terms of their love for God. There were many people who entered 2020 who were better than we are, who didn't get to enter 2021. God had a different plan and purpose for them. But for you to be here, don't take it for granted. You didn't earn this. You didn't deserve it. You didn't merit it. You didn't work for it. You are here simply because God decided to give you more time. Raise your hand and say, Lord, I thank you for the gift of more time. Now, I'm not sure why he gave me the gift, but I'm grateful. You Don't know why he chose to give you the gift to live through 2020 and to start this new year. But I trust and hope that you are not taking it for granted, but that you are grateful. You see, time next to your salvation, most valuable and precious gift of God When you run out of time, you run out of life. And which means anything that eats up your time is eating up your life. Anything that eats up your time is eating up your destiny. When you're just killing time, you're actually committing suicide. Because again, there's no life on earth. Apart from time, life comes packaged in time. And so if I waste time, I'm wasting life. And the sad thing about it is time cannot be recovered. The time lost is gone forever. Queen Elizabeth, it said that on her deathbed, she said, I would give up my kingdom, all of my kingdom, In exchange for just one more day. But God didn't ask you to give up your kingdom. He just gave you another day. And every day He gives you, remind yourself in 2021 it's a gift, it's precious, it's valuable. It's given for a purpose. I didn't deserve it. I didn't earn it. I didn't merit it. It was given to me for a purpose. And therefore, I must redeem the time. The idea of redeeming the time suggests that you and I have already lost some time. That we need to try to make up, in other words, the things that we should have been, we should have long taken care of that we didn't care of and that time is gone now we have less time to do what still needs to be done and so redeeming the time suggests you gotta take it up a notch you hear me? you gotta commit yourself to making the most of the time you have so God, by the Spirit, is saying to me, is saying to you, and is saying to our church and to our church family all over the world. In 2021, redeem time. Let's break that down further. Practically, what does that mean? How do I redeem time? Practically, what does that mean? Well, first there's a negative and then there's a positive. Here's a negative. Redeeming time means I need to stop wasting time. I need to do what? Stop wasting time. Stop allowing your time, my time, to be spent on things that are not productive and are not profitable spiritually, emotionally, physically. Stop allowing my time to be used on things that do not help me To be who God has called me and equipped me to be. Mm? Stop wasting time. Stop allowing this very precious and limited commodity called time. To be wasted on things that do not contribute, that do not further, God's plan and purpose for my life. Don't waste time on things that are not profitable and productive. Use your time for the purpose for which it was given. Stop wasting time. And the truth is, if we're honest, all of us have already wasted a lot of time and now we have a lot less to work with. Hmm? When you were born you had so many years of time before you. Now that you have used up, some of us have passed the halfway mark. We have a lot less time to work with. And you know what? The, the shorter a thing is in supply, the more valuable it becomes. You see, when, they, when, when, when the supply of gas is low, the price of gas will go up. And so the fact that some of us are where we are in terms of time, we realize that we have less time now, than we had when we began. So every day, time becomes more valuable to us. And every day we waste time, we're wasting a greater percentage of what we have left. So if you've never valued time, we need to value time because we have a lot less time in 2021 we did in 2020. We've lost a whole year. (laughs) So we got less time to do what needs to be done. Are you listening to me? And because we have less time to do what God has called us to do, we cannot afford to continue the pattern of wasting time, of using time, in ways that are not profitable and productive, to fulfill and to do the things God has called us and equipped us to do. Hallelujah. You and I have wasted time trying to look good in the eyes of men. We've wasted time trying to create and protect an image that we determine was necessary for our happiness. We've wasted time trying to impress people instead of seeking God and doing the things that would please God. We've wasted time. Amen, we, we've wasted time by not trusting God and allowing Him to guide our steps. Instead, we have taken matters into our own hand and made our own decisions and gone our own way, and we have gone down paths that have led nowhere. We have climbed up ladders, and so we got to the top we realized It was a wrong ladder, amen? We have reacted emotionally, we have reacted reacted angrily, and we have done things and said things and stopped doing things that we should have been doing. All of this, we've wasted precious, precious time. There are a lot of things that waste our time. Time wasters, I call them, destined to destroy us. There are many ways that we can waste time. But one of the most effective ways, and yet the, perhaps one of the least obvious ways by which we waste time, is when we spend time focusing on the past. When we spend time and energy on what we didn't like yesterday, and on what someone said to you, and what someone did to you, or something you did you shouldn't have done and you failed on it. And you spend your time dealing with something that you can no longer change. Experiencing pain, and re- experiencing anger, and experiencing rejection, And experiencing resentment and being unforgiven and all of this. And you spend a lot of time and energy on the past. Hear me. You are given only a certain amount of emotional and spiritual energy for every day. You're only given 24 hours in every day. There's a limited amount of time. And there's a limited amount of spiritual and emotional energy you have for today. If you take the limited supply of physical, spiritual, and emotional energy and you spend it on the things that happened yesterday, on what this person said and what that person did, on the mistakes you made, what are you doing? You are using a precious energy, spiritual, emotional, and physical energy on things you cannot change. And the more you waste your time on the past, the less energy, emotional, and spiritual, and physical energy you have to invest in the present in order to produce profitable results. For your future. Did you hear me? One of the greatest time wasters, and we may not be aware of it, is the time and energy we invest in complaining and murmuring and being negative and having a bad attitude and feeling entitled and being resentful and playing the victim Because all of that is sapping emotional, spiritual, and physical energy. And so you're left with less energy that ought to be invested, you didn't hear me, in the present in order to be productive so that you profit, amen, and you can experience the future that God has for you. So one of the decisions you have to make if you're not going to waste time is that you got to say, I'm going to stop going around with this negative attitude. I'm, I'm not going to use valuable emotional energy and strength, spiritual energy, emotional energy, physical energy. I'm not going to use this limited and very precious resource on things that I cannot change. And I'm not going to allow the pain or the hurts of yesterday to keep me from living to the fullest today, and doing what I'm supposed to be doing today. You know, some of you complaining, you know, you complain about your husband or your wife. You know what, if you're complaining about your husband, he's not this, he's not that, or your wife, she's this and she's not that. Let me tell you something. I can assure you there are many women who would gladly take him off your hands. Amen? Or many men that would gladly relieve you of that person that you are spending all your time complaining about instead of giving thanks for. Hmm? You complain about the job and what the boss did and you just murmur and complain about that job and you don't know this emotional energy, spiritual energy, physical energy being wasted while you're complaining and murmuring. You don't want the job? There are people in line. Ready for that job that you do not appreciate, that you're complaining and murmuring about. Mm? Your church, you complain about it. You murmur about it. You know, if everything doesn't go just the way you think it should go, you develop an attitude. Let, Let me let you know, there are many people who would wish they had a church like this one. Who will be extremely grateful for the word that is preached here. Extremely thankful for the worship that we experience here. Extremely thankful and grateful for a ministry that has a worldwide focus and that is seeking to reach the nations. There are multitudes who wish they had a church family like this one to be a part of. But you are spending your time murmuring and complaining because some little thing didn't go just the way you felt it should go. Listen, redeem the time. Stop wasting time on frivolous things. <sighs> Somebody said that disappointment is inevitable. But misery, misery is optional. Yeah, misery is optional. You are, it's inevitable. You are going to be disappointed sometime, I'm going to be disappointed. Get used to it. Learn to take disappointment and make them his appointment. Amen, doesn't the Bible says he makes all things work together for good? That means every disappointment can become an appointment with God. For good to those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. God can use every disappointment to bring purpose and fulfill purpose in your life. But it has, it depends a lot on your attitude. You will make mistakes. You will fail. I do. You do. And when you fail and when you make a mistake, listen, learn quickly from the mistakes you made so that you don't keep repeating them. But hear me, don't make an even greater mistake, which is to Focus on your failure That's an even greater, greater mistake To focus on Your failure Because what? It's going to sap your energy Focus on your pain It's going to sap your energy So you cannot allow your past Failure to become your Present focus That's wasting time Say if I allow my past failure to become my present focus, I am wasting time. My most precious commodity, I'm wasting my life. If you allow your past pain to become your present picture, that is wasting time. Learn from your mistakes so you don't keep repeating them. But don't focus on your past failure. Don't focus on your past pain. You're wasting precious energy. Take the emotional energy. Take the spiritual energy God has blessed you with. Take the physical energy God has given you and invest that now, in the present. So this is what Paul said. Paul said, this is what I'm going to do. I forget the things that are past. Maybe I'll preach on that a little bit next week. I told you about his his resolution, his life resolution. Forgetting the things that are behind. Why? Because I'm not going to focus on my past failure, my past pain, because they sap me of energy that I need now to pursue my present purpose. Evaluate yourselves, brothers and sisters. Let's do that together because you wasted a lot of time in 2020. And for some of us, all the way, it's been years, we've been the same problem every year. We keep wasting time. Now, let's put these things behind us. That's what it means, redeem the time. Don't continue to waste any more time. You've wasted enough time. Let it go. Take it and put it in the hand of the Lord. Let Him deal with it. Let it go. Or take it and file it in that file I talked to you about. I don't understand it. Put that thing in that file. Close the, the, the file. Say, God is in your hand. So that you can take that energy that God has given you called life. And the time that God has packaged your life in. And you can use it for the purpose for which he gave it to you. Are you hearing me? So, let's go to the positive. How do I redeem the time? What does that mean practically? One, stop wasting time, but here's the positive side. Start making the most of every opportunity. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time. The NIV says, making the most of every opportunity. So on the negative, I'm going to stop wasting time. On the positive, if I am going to redeem time, I've got to make a quality decision. And the decision is, I am going to make the most of every opportunity. I, the, the, the Amplified version says, making the very most of your time on earth. Recognizing and taking advantage of each opportunity and using it with wisdom and diligence because the days are filled with evil. Redeem time. Make the most of every opportunity. Take advantage of every opportunity. But opportunity to do what? Take advantage of the opportunity for what? He tells you. Take advantage of the opportunity to understand what the will of the Lord is. The opportunity to understand, which means in order that you might do it. So make the most of every opportunity God gives you to do the will of the Lord. That's the purpose of time, by the way. This is the reason for time. Time exists to do the will of God. The reason God has gifted you and me with time and allowed us to enter 2013, having given us more time, is because God wants us to use that time to do what? Understand and do the will of the Lord. Do you understand that? Say, this is the purpose for time. To do the will of the Lord. Which means, if I use time for anything other than God's will, I am abusing time. If I use time for anything other than to do God's will, I am destroying my life. I'm wasting my life. I'm abusing time. If I'm using time to do anything other than the will of of the Lord now I want you to see the connection there between wisdom and time wisdom is the ability to use time productively and profitably for the purpose for which it was given to do the will of the Lord are you listening to me say wisdom is the ability to use time profitably, productively for the purpose for which it was given. That purpose being to do the will of God. So the wise man will consistently use time to do the will of God. The foolish man will consistently use time or waste time on things that are not the will of God, things that have no eternal value. The foolish man will use his time pursuing temporal things at the expense of eternal things. The foolish man will allow the time waste us and destiny to destroy us to rob them of the energy, emotional, spiritual energy that they should be putting in pursuing and doing the will of God by the wise man. And I declare over your life in the name of Jesus, you will be wise, we will be wise in the name of Jesus. In 2021, every day, we will be wise. Jesus has made unto us wisdom. We claim that wisdom that will cause us every day to make the decision to use time for the purpose for which it was given, and that is to do what? The will of God. There's no other purpose for time, no other reason for time, but to give you the capacity and the opportunity to do what? God's will. so in this year of the harvest don't squander time use it wisely and using it wisely is using it to do the will of god you say okay bishop i get it i get it i've wasted time i've wasted time and i don't want to continue to waste time i want to use my time to do the will of god But the problem is, I don't always know what the will of God is. How can I do the will of God if I don't know the will of God? Don't make this thing complicated. The will of God Paul is talking about is not hidden. It's not a mystery. It's revealed. It's written down. It's written in the word and it's written on your heart. It's not a mystery. If anyone will do the will of God, he'll know. That's what the scripture says. If you purpose in your heart that you're gonna do the will of God, you will know. By the written word, and by the testimony and witness of the Spirit, you will know the will of God. I said, it is not a mystery, it's not hidden, it's written. And let me show you, If just in case you're not sure what's written, Right here in the context of this passage, the will of God is made known. Go to verse uh, 8. Ephesians 5, verse 8. Ah, okay. Let's read. We're going to read verse 8 and uh, believe to verse 11. Are you ready? You want to know the will of God? It's not a mystery. It's not hidden. It's in the text. Let's read it. For you... Were once darkness, but now you are what? Light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord and have no fellowship. With the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. I mean, you can express the will of God in many different ways, but right here is the will of God. And what he's saying is, understand this and do it. What is the will of God? One, that you know God is light and that you are children of God. You too are light. And the will of God is that now you do what? Walk. As children of light. That's the will of God. Don't be foolish. Understand what the will of God is. The will of God is for you to know that God is light. In Him there is no darkness. That you are children of the light. Therefore you are light yourself. Now knowing you are light, every day in 2021, walk as a child of the light. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. Not a mystery, not hidden. But just in case that isn't as clear, go to Ephesians 5.1. Quickly, Ephesians 5.1. Let's read it. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children. Let's keep going. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. And do what? Walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not even be named among you as is fitting. And you can continue to read. And just in case when you get to verse 8, you're still not clear, go to verse 17. And verse 18 says, be not drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. As soon as he says, understand what the will of the Lord is, he says, don't be drunk with wine, be filled. It's written. It's not a mystery. Understand what the will of the Lord is and walk in it. That's how you're going to be redeeming time. Know that he is light. Know you are children of the light. You are light. Now walk as children of the light and have no fellowship with the works of darkness. Let your light, which is his light in you, shine in this dark world before all men that they may see your light and do what? Glorify your Father which is in heaven. This is a year of the harvest. Walk as light. That is the will of God. Every day, don't waste time participating in the unfruitful works of darkness. Don't waste time dwelling on the past. Every day, get up and remind yourself, my Father is light. I am a child of the light. I will walk as the child of light, and everywhere I go, my light will shine, and it will reveal the glory of God in the face of Jesus. My light will shine and expose the unfruitful works works of darkness. My light will shine, and men will be drawn to that light. And by virtue of that light, they will come to know the light of the world. Hallelujah, and be saved and be delivered in the name of Jesus. (laughs) Brethren, individually, church, collectively, this is the word of the Lord. Redeem time. You've wasted enough. We've wasted enough. Stop wasting it further, you can't afford to. Start making the most of every opportunity to do one thing, the will of God. Let's not waste 2021 on frivolous pursuits. Let's use the time God has gifted to us for the purpose for which it was given more than ever before individually and collectively. Let's be about the Father's business. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for your word that will not return to you void. We pray now that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you, O God, will do a deep and lasting work in our lives. And that you will indeed empower us to redeem time, not to waste time, but to make the most of every time to do your will which is to be light in the mighty name of Jesus. If you're watching or if you're here and you have not yet received the Savior, he died that you might be saved. You don't need to be lost. You don't need to perish. You don't need to go to hell. You can have eternal life now. You can have a relationship with God. All your sins can be forgiven. We have experienced it. Jesus loves you just as much. He's done everything He needs to do for your salvation. The ball is now in your court. Will you believe? Will you repent? And will you receive Him as your Savior and Lord? If you will believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, He died for your sins and He arose from the grave. If you will repent of your sins and and, and recognize that He came to deliver you from it, and then if you will receive Him as your Lord and Savior, your sins will be forgiven, you will pass from death to life, and you will be saved. I'm going to lead you in a quick prayer. If you pray this from your heart, God hears. And it'll become true of you that you have passed from death to life through Christ Jesus. But make this a prayer from your heart. I'm going to ask the church here to help us. Let's pray this prayer aloud with me. And even if you're here today, it's possible that someone is in the auditorium who hasn't received Christ. Pray this prayer from your heart and be saved. In Jesus' name. Say, Father God, I thank you. I know and I believe Jesus Christ is the savior of the world. He died for our sins. You raised him up for our justification. I believe it. I repent. I'm not able to save myself. So I ask for grace and I ask for mercy. I'm sorry for my sins, Jesus. I cannot save myself, Jesus. I place my faith in you to save me from the penalty of sin and the power of sin. I confess you as my Savior and as my Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time or for the tenth time because you are not sure of your salvation, please let us help you grow. Contact us. The numbers are available. The ways that you can get in touch with us are available on the screen. Get in touch with us so that we can get in touch with you and help you grow in this new relationship you have with Jesus. Hallelujah! you glad you're alive. Are you grateful that God has given you a gift? Amen. Praise God. That's what I want us to do right now before we do any announcements. We have been talking about bringing the gift of the King. I know some of you have already done so. Others were waiting for today. If you have not yet presented This gift for the king We want you to take a minute right now And do it Remember the purpose for this One is to say thank you Thank you God Thank you for bringing us to 2020 And for giving us the gift Of a new year Thank you Lord Two we're doing this In order to release our faith Our faith that he will supply All our needs In 2021 He's promised it. Now we're releasing our faith by this act of giving. And then thirdly, we do so to support this gospel. We are to send the light. And we're sending the light to the nations of the world. We're sending the light to this community. It takes money to send the light. You are helping us and being a part of this team, this ministry that God has brought together to send the light throughout this area and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Help us do that more effectively by your giving in Jesus' name. And Father, even as we honor you and worship you and give to support this kingdom work, even now, receive our gifts as expressions of our gratitude, demonstrations of our faith, and our sacrifice on behalf of the Gospel. Lord, we don't do this to get But we do know that you have promised to multiply the seed soon and to increase the harvest of our righteousness. So let it be, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.